Hey there, I'm Amber Smith. I am so grateful for you to be here. Maybe like me, you love to learn and grow to become the healthiest version of you in mind, body, with a twist of motherhood in between. I give you tangible steps to help inspire you to bloom with confidence in mind, body, and self-love. Let's do this, friend. Welcome, friends, to episode number 14 of the Bay Life Podcast. So today, I want to start out by sharing a story with you about um, watching my boys <laughs> helping my husband pull weeds out of the garden the other day. And these weeds, I'm telling you, were some of the toughest weeds to pull out of the ground. You know, the ones that you have to almost put both feet on the side of the garden box to gain that leverage. And then you pull with all your strength until you're red in the face, but they still don't budge, right? So my husband started using a shovel to hack them out. And one by one, they started to come down. Some of these weeds were different, and I had never seen them before, and I was just so curious to know how they even appeared in our yard. And come to find out, they're actually, you know, seeds, like any other, like, tree or flowering. It was the seeds that were blown around, and so I'm like, of course they were seeds, And since then, I have had this thought about this experience, and I've been thinking about this a lot, and and metaphorically putting it in perspective of how our thoughts we have are like seeds. We plant them into our mind, whether they become beautiful summer flowers or those nauseous, ugly weeds that are just hard to pull out. And then we water them, and they bloom, whether they be a flower or a weed. I've struggled with the thought, I'm not good enough, for a good part of my life. And I have to be transparent with you about this. It has haunted me and followed me well into my adult life. Of course, I have wanted that thought to just go away, but it had been planted from as long as I can remember And I have to be honest with you, I have had a lot of shame about this, even thinking about this thought about myself, but it's been there and it's been watered and it's grown and all I can do is pluck it out one by one until it finally releases itself out of the fertile soil and it will take time to fully hack down as I continue to work on it day by day. So this thought in my mind is just like that, those really hard weeds to pull out. And what I've realized is I just need to be brave to feel the pain to heal, no matter how hard it may seem. And to pull that weed of unworthiness by embracing imperfection and realizing that these thoughts aren't me. That these negative thoughts were planted without realizing it growing up. And now all I can do is know its presence, allow it to heal 
and with a beautiful battle scar, reminding me that I won the battle to becoming a more positive, beautiful, authentic self. Over the last four years, as I have continuously worked on cultivating my mental and physical health to feel better mentally and physically, it's not just about physical health, and it's not just about mental health. As a matter of fact, it's all-encompassing. You cannot feel physically better if you're not feeling mentally better. They work together. I always thought that if you were physically happy, then you'd be mentally happy, and that is just not true. You must be mentally happy to be physically happy too. As I have been working on the BayFit Lab, my health and wellness coaching website, that has been my realization that there has to be balance between the mental aspect and physical aspect, and they work together. And that is how I decided to coach in this program is by helping my members on a mental and physical level. So there are five key areas that have helped me to plant more beautiful seeds in my brain rather than allow the nauseous weeds to take over. The first is mindset. It all starts in the mind. I'm sure you've heard this a billion times over and it's more true now more than ever. You have two choices to strengthen your brain muscle with positive thoughts and attitudes and take responsibility for your life or two, allow the weeds to take over and allow overwhelm, stress, and those nauseous weeds to navigate your life. You can be physically strong and mentally weak at the same time. The key is to be mentally strong so that you can be physically strong too. Exercise your mental muscle every day, immersing yourself with positive uplifting books, podcasts, and positive social media posts. Stop watching the negative agendas of others. Turn it off, my friend. If you want to go far in life, you must cultivate true belief in yourself. Belief is everything. Without real belief and trusting in your abilities and strengths to get you where you want to be, you'll constantly be at that fork in the road trying to figure out why you keep ending up in the same place every single time. Trust me on this. You must learn to step outside yourself with faith and trust, believing that every human experience you have is leading you on purpose to the place you want to go. I use the analogy of the puzzle piece, and I'm sure I have shared this before. With each experience you have in your life, it's like a piece of a puzzle, and you receive a piece with each failure, victory, struggle, strength, weakness, and circumstance you are put in. Just like right now in the certain uncertain circumstances that we're, we've been facing is just another piece of this puzzle. Though these things are, all these things, you are getting a piece of that puzzle to get you where you want to go. And you're learning along the way. And that is the way it's supposed to be. We cannot control our circumstances, but we can control your thoughts, and your feelings about 
those circumstances in your life. In turn, your thoughts and feelings will either allow you to take action and create massive results, or you can allow your thoughts and feelings to take control and your actions just won't be taken and you won't do anything. <laughs> just essentially, you know, you're, you just won't take action. Most want to live a better life, and I bet you do too. But we have this idea that we need to use our circumstances to control your thoughts and your feelings. And that is when excuses start to pop up of why you can't take action toward your goals. I believe when they say change your thoughts, change your mind. The second key is nutrition. Lately, with being home so much, with things you know, that have been shut down, it has been a lot more easier to eat out of boredom and reach for a sweet treat out of the pantry. And what it really comes down to, to be honest, is figuring out where the boredom feeling is really coming from. The need for food out of stress actually comes from a temporary need for comfort. When your body, what it really needs is to really feel what's really going on inside. The way you look at food will is actually the story you're telling yourself. If you are continuously telling yourself that carbs are bad, that you are fat, or food is bad for you, that is how you're treating yourself. That you are bad. That you're not enough. If you look at yourself and your food in a way of love, you won't feel that guilt if you eat that cupcake once or twice a month. When your relationship with food grows to a more loving mindset, those cheat days won't bring you down. And you won't tell yourself that, and you know, this is bad. But instead, you'll enjoy eating that cupcake because you have control and you have boundaries with food. Boundaries is key. How I have set boundaries with myself every day is by portioning out my food that allows me to have a specific amount of food uh, from each group every day. I've created a balance with carbs, fats, and proteins in my daily fuel intake. I will use fuel instead of diet because diet creates a negative thought around food. Fuel for my body gives more of a positive outlook on food. The third key is movement. The more I move my body, the more I realize that it is the only time in my day I have that I'm able to get out of my head and create more empowering and creative thinking and let go of the stress and anxiety that overwhelms me. You know, I understand moving is hard and when you're shifting yourself to create change in your life, I get it. It's hard. But can I just say that through it all, the blood, sweat, and running tears, I wouldn't change this way of life or anything because of the way it makes me feel emotionally and how it has led me to feel 
accomplished for myself. And as I navigate through the stress, it just has really helped me to cope with the anxiety and stress of daily life. Moving your body is worth the effort. I challenge you to find a moment in your day and move your body. How do you feel? Get out of your own way and push through those excuses and commit to your goals. But when you reach your goals, don't stop there. Keep going. Just remember the choices that your future self that you make right now, your future self will thank you for it. And this goes with your body, mind, and all areas of your life. Goals that are achieved right now in this moment and the choices you are making right now in this minute will either propel you forward in the directions of your goals or they will hold you back. You get to choose the way of life you want. And if you want to be healthy, then choose to be healthy and take the daily actions that will get you there. Allow yourself to feel the pain and discomfort now if it's helping you to get where you want to be. Living an active lifestyle as a mom of two boys and living out my passions, people ask me all the time how I do it. The answer is simple. I make it a priority and I take the necessary actions every day to make it happen. It is not easy every day. And there are days where sometimes I don't want to, I don't want to do a workout, but those are the days that I need it the most. And when I do do it, I know that I'm staying consistent and disciplined with myself. If you want to make progress in becoming that person you want to be, then friend, do the work. Stop making excuses why you can't. And start asking yourself, how can I? Take ownership for your actions. The day you realize that everything in life is your fault and you learn to take responsibility for your actions is the day your life will completely change. Trust me on this. Actions speak louder than words. Show up for yourself every day like your life depends on it. Celebrate those small victories every day. Celebrating even the smallest victories like getting up in the morning and getting out of bed to conquer the day. Celebrate it. Celebrating gives you a confidence boost. And you will want to keep going and doing things that are worth celebrating to help you reach even bigger goals. Tell yourself how beautiful and awesome you are every day. Even when you don't feel like it, do it. I dare you. Value yourself and make the choices that your future self will thank you for. The fourth key is self-care. As I mentioned before, a lot of my anxiety and depression have stemmed from feelings not feeling loved and accepted. That I needed to be someone else to have the love and acceptance. That I needed to please everyone around me to have the love from others I thought I deserved. What I discovered is self-love and acceptance doesn't come from perfectionism or people-pleasing. It comes from being self-compassionate towards yourself. Loving yourself for your flaws and imperfections. 
Loving yourself for who you are meant to be is what makes you truly beautiful. Embrace everything about who you are. When you can start accepting who you are, you don't have to rely on achievements to define who you are. Not saying that you shouldn't achieve great things in life because you absolutely should. And you'll be free from having that pressure to have to live in a way that makes you feel like you have to achieve the things in your life for others. Instead, you're achieving them for you. When you can accept yourself for who you are, you don't have to wait for something big to happen in your life to prove that you're worthy enough. Become aware of your thoughts about yourself. Your thoughts about yourself influence your feelings that you have towards yourself. Your thoughts and feelings influence the rest of your life. And you have the opportunity to control the story you tell yourself every day. An important lesson I have learned over the years is don't let your past define who you are. Your past is there as a guidebook along the way to teach you and to learn from those things that may have been a challenge to you. And don't let the past take over the rest of your life. Maybe you've had a past experience in your life that made you think why you weren't worthy of the life you want to live now in the present moment. Maybe there are people in your life that you had to please to feel their love and acceptance of you. People that were near and dear to you. Maybe you had peers that did or said things that left a stamp with the word loser on your brain and you allowed those moments to decide to dictate why you are not enough. You have the opportunity to rise above from those moments in your life that made you feel less than. You can completely recreate the story that you are worthy and enough. You're not stuck in this feeling and I promise you, you have the choice. You can create new thoughts about yourself now in this moment. All that matters is that you commit today that you are going to love yourself and never look back at the person you once were. Can you promise me that? Okay, sounds awesome. Rise above your past because it does not define who you are. You cannot change the past and you can move forward from it. Don't become your own victim of your past. All it will do is steal your joy and peace from your life. Who do you want to be right now? Ask yourself that question. The last focus is mindfulness. What can we learn from nature is the art of self-compassion. And I know I've already talked about this a little bit. That a flower blooms where it is planted. Being mindful of our own self-awareness and love is having compassion for ourselves. Practicing self-compassion is one of the best seeds you can plant for yourself and is something I am personally continuously working on watering myself every day. Having self-compassion can help you bounce back from traumatic events like we are experiencing right now in our lives or even traumatic events of the past. Without having self-awareness and being mindful of how we truly are feeling, you cannot live to your full potential. Take moments out of your day and just pause. 
go out in nature and just take a few deep breaths and think about how you feel and write down a thought or two that pops up for you. One of my favorite times of day is going out and watching the sunset. I will just step outside and look at the sky and take a few deep breaths and just take it all in. Another thing you can do is just look in the mirror and tell the person looking back at you that she is worthy, she is enough, and that she is loved. Focusing on your mindset, nutrition, movement, self-care, and mindfulness all have those amazing seeds that are planted to helping us feel better and to help navigate our mental health just a little bit more every single day. Because I'm so passionate about sharing this with others, I'd love to invite you to download your free BayFit Lab crash course that takes you through all the key elements of health that I talked to you about today. To download your freebie, head to the link in the show notes. Beautiful friend, I have so much belief that you can rise and become the best version of you. Value yourself that that much every day because you are worthy and enough to be the person you want to be. Have a beautiful day, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to show some love today by subscribing to this podcast and leave a comment with one thing you're going to do today to live your most beautiful, healthiest life. Make sure to share this episode on your social and tag me at Bay underscore life. Now go out there and be your own beautiful today.